The Truth News Network. Politics is hard to explain. The truth is hard to find. And spin is everywhere. From the mountain peaks of Zurich to the cathedrals of St. Petersburg, the Truth News Network is spreading reality. And here with your daily dose is Dan Newman. Hi, everyone. And today we're staying stateside with our truth and with our values. We're not going to Europe. We're staying here. And what we're discussing today are mass shootings. Is the United States the number one country in the world for the number of mass shootings? Well, August 2019 was a very dismal month regarding mass shootings in the United States. Every time there's one of those shootings, mass media hysteria escalates to deafening levels. They almost in unison scream for gun confiscation, mandatory gun buybacks, assault weapon bans, repeal of the Second Amendment, and many other demands from the public. But there is one mass shooting story common element we hear every time, and this is a quote. The United States has far more mass shootings than any other country on earth. Until recently, Americans had no choice but to believe what the media told us and the numbers they gave us and the statistics. Why is that? We're pretty certain there are more guns of every kind in the U.S. than in any other country, Because of that, and because of the spotlight put on every mass shooting by America's media, we just have believed it to be truth. But is it? You know, one thing we say here all the time is an echo of former President Barack Obama. Facts matter. Every time there's a shooting, the gun control advocates go nuts. The statistics and reports are seen and heard all over the news every day. Make no mistake, any shootings of any kind are horrendous, almost always unnecessary, and always create life-changing circumstances, not just for the shooting victims and the shooters, but for family members, friends, and relatives, and all those in each community in which they occur. To that end, maybe getting flooded with news about these shootings is really a good thing. A large number of Americans seek to implement processes some kind of processes that can be effective at stopping more of these travesties. But there are issues in implementing any such process or processes. First, it always comes up, the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. This amendment to the Constitution of the U.S. was adopted in 1791 as part of the Bill of Rights that provided a constitutional check on congressional power under Article I, Section 8 to organize, arm, and discipline the federal militia. The Second Amendment reads this, and this is an exact quote, A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. Referred to in modern times as an individual's right to carry and use arms for self-defense, the Second Amendment was envisioned by the framers of the Constitution, according to College of William and Mary Law Professor and future U.S. District Court Judge St. George Tucker, in 1803 said that as the true palladium of liberty, and he's referring to an individual's right to carry and use arms. In addition to checking federal power, the Second Amendment also provided state governments with what Luther Martin described as the last coup de grace, 
that would enable the states to thwart and oppose the general government. Last, Second Amendment enshrined the ancient Florentine and Roman constitutional principle of civil and military virtue by making every citizen a soldier and every soldier a citizen. Quite a few federal law cases regarding use of weapons in the context of citizens' rights under this amendment have found their way through the federal court systems all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. And in every such case, the court has ruled in favor of citizens having an unfettered right to own and bear arms for their personal defense. You can see the conundrum gun control advocates face in trying to craft some type of legislation in Congress that could somehow curtail any mass shootings. So far, no such constitutional legislation that would pass muster has been written or passed. The second huge obstacle in this craziness is that there currently are hundreds of federal and state gun laws implemented to do just that. Stop the illegal use of guns. Gun advocates have floated the number 20,000 federal, state, and local gun laws already in existence. So, the question's always asked, why should we put any more new laws in place? Well, that number is always thrown into any gun control discussions. But gun control advocates are trying to undermine the 20,000 gun laws argument with a new study that casts doubt on the meaning of the 20,000 number. A study from the Brookings Institution Center on Urban and Metropolitan Policy counts only 300, quote, relevant federal and state laws regarding the manufacture, design, sale, purchase, or possession of guns. The key word is relevant. The study doesn't include a tally of local gun laws. In fact, the authors note that since more than 40 states preempt all or most local gun control laws, there's no reason to include local laws in a gun law tally. So for the purpose of today's discussion, let's assume the 300 gun law number is accurate. That's certainly far less than the 20,000 number that's been floating around, but any reasonable purpose must agree. 300 gun laws throughout the United States that are so comprehensive should certainly curtail, if not eliminate, any and all mass shootings in the U.S., but they don't. However, mass shooting statistics tell a different story. 82% of weapons involved in mass shootings over the last three decades have been bought legally, according to a database compiled that defines a mass shooting as taking the lives of at least four people in a public place. Using those numbers, it is virtually impossible to create and make any new gun controls that could certainly pass muster pertaining to the Second Amendment. Stopping 18% of mass shootings is worth the hard work necessary to put processes in place to do so. That is trumpeted by gun control groups. Without any new laws to stack on top of the 300 such laws already on the books that could be more effective, what can Congress and law enforcement members possibly make happen that's new, that's different? That's where realistic, comprehensive, and legal gun control discussions reach an impasse every time. To make the dilemma even worse is that no one knows for certain how many illegal guns are on U.S. streets today. The percentage of guns that are legally purchased and then used to commit a mass shooting is very low. It just doesn't happen very often. However, the overwhelming majority of gun-related crimes, including mass shootings and other murders, are committed with guns that have been stolen and traded for drugs. 
Those guns are passed from criminal to criminal, sold and resold, and many very well may be used in hundreds of crimes before they're recovered from someone accused of a crime. Given that fact, it becomes obvious that no actual count of the number of crimes committed with illegal guns is possible. In fact, most gun-related crimes are never solved and are certainly never linked to an individual gun, legally purchased or not. Wow! Rather than finding answers, the research on this topic, instead of revealing solutions, reveal multiple new roadblocks in finding available and comprehensive answers to the question, how can a legal process be put in place that will stop mass shootings? We've got some answers for you, and we've got some lies for you. Sit tight. We'll be back with that right after this at Truth News Network, truthnewsnet.org. When you're fed up with the nagging heartburn of today's lies, how do you spell relief? TNN, the Truth News Network. What is Coca-Cola? Is it an excuse to get together? Since 1886, Coca-Cola has been passing on smiles from generation to generation. We've been giving kids scholarships, like the early birds and the all-nighters. And you get to enjoy what matters most. Coca-Cola. Drink up. Hello? They're lying to you. Um, lying? Who is this? You think you two are happy? I'm sorry, I... You think you're in a good relationship? You're living a lie. You're being deceived. They're fried. Uh, what? In oil. What exactly are we talking about here? Your nuts. My nuts? Your nuts. Your precious snack nuts are fried in oil. Ugh. No one ever told me they were fried. I thought they were a good choice. You didn't hear it from me, but Fisher oven-roasted nuts are never fried. They're just nuts, oven-roasted with sea salt. That's it. Huh. What a nice man. Fisher oven-roasted nuts. Never fried. Nothing to hide. So the left has the squad. There isn't enough beer to hold to watch what happens next. You are the Army of Truth. TNN, the Truth News Network. We're an army, I guess. Well, that makes me a leader, a general, or an admiral, and you, officers beneath. Our army is looking at mass shootings, where they come from, how many they are, and is there some way we can stop any more happening in the United States? We can't have a gun control conversation without injecting news and information. That means we talk about our media. The media in America lust for bad news, especially news that includes mass shootings. One need only look at the nonstop furor during and following the recent shootings in an El Paso, Texas Walmart and outside of Dayton, Ohio in a nightclub. Day after day after day, 24-7 news reports gave Americans every possible perspective on the topic. 
from mental health specialists, constitutional experts, law enforcement officers, politicians, mass shooting victims and family members of those victims, medical officials on each scene, and of course, media gun control pundits. This in itself did nothing at all to promote possible solutions to curb any such future shootings. They each almost in total morphed into a specific political narrative every time. The chief of those narratives is more gun control. Whether that is called making military automatic rifles, multiple round gun clips illegal, or just more extensive background checks, the media, primarily for ratings, harp on the gun control story of the day. Sadly, mainstream media outlets who feed at the advertising trough that is necessary to perpetuate their vocations find that television and radio ratings and newspaper circulation numbers skyrocket during the days during and following mass shootings. Much of the noise that emanates from these news sources are bloated reports and interviews replete with innuendo and opinion and rarely include any factual information. Here's a case in point. Let's ask right now, right here, one simple question. Let's look and listen to the analysis of the study created and circulated by a University of Alabama professor who is a self-proclaimed expert on the subject of mass shootings. Then watch and listen as his report, which has been used as the Bible of mass shooting data and statistics for several years, is ripped to shreds regarding its accuracy and even its basis. You've probably heard that America has the most mass shootings in the world. That's often given as a reason for more gun control. But economist John Lott looked into that claim and he says it's a myth based on one bogus study. The United States has the most mass shootings. By far the most public mass shootings. You don't see murder on this kind of scale with this kind of frequency in any other advanced nation on earth. Where'd that claim come from? Obama and everyone else base it on. A study done by University of Alabama professor Adam Lankford. University of Alabama professor Adam Lankford. This is Adam Lankford. I studied 171 countries for more than 40 years, 1966 to 2012. And essentially the answer was, not surprisingly, the United States has by far the most public mass shooters. His claim received coverage in hundreds of news stories, but all these people were misled by Langford. Langford's study claimed that since 1966, there were 90 mass public shooters in the United States, more than any other country. Langford counted 202 shooters in the rest of the world. Langford claimed complete data were available for 171 countries. But how did Langford find every shooting in all these countries, most of which don't speak English? And how did he find all the cases in the years before the internet? Few governments collect this data. Finding complete data for mass public shootings in just one developing country, say India, in the 1970s, would be an incredible feat. Many of these shootings would have been reported only in local outlets, in the local language, that shooting at the Sandy Hook Elementary School in Newtown, Connecticut. On the other hand, United States mass public shootings are well documented and hard to miss. If Langford undercounted foreign cases because he missed finding old newspapers, 
or had trouble with language barriers, his paper's entire conclusion that the United States had the most mass public shootings would fall apart. Many journalists and researchers asked Langford for his data. Not only did he refuse to share a list of his cases, or even the number of shootings he found in each country, which are nowhere in his paper, he refused to share an explanation for how he found those cases. That's academic malpractice. Asked if he used foreign languages to search for these shootings, Langford stated, my data were not limited to English language searches. Asked what languages he used, Langford refused to provide that information. This is all the assistance I can provide at this time, Langford said. Look, I've researched crime for decades, and I've published dozens of peer-reviewed academic articles on the subject. Langford won't even respond to my emails with simple questions. Now, maybe he doesn't want to talk to me because I'm well known for my research, more guns, less crime. But Langford has refused to share his list of shooters and methods, even with strong gun control advocates. This all seemed very suspicious to me. So the think tank that I run, the Crime Prevention Research Center, researched it. Unlike Langford, we took a lot of time to find all the foreign cases we could. We even got translators to identify cases. Using the same definition of mass public shooters Langford used, four more people killed in a public place, not part of some other type of crime, we found that he grossly undercounted foreign attacks. We counted well over 3,000 shooters, at least 15 times more shooters as Langford claimed. 31% of total shooters, despite the fact that we only have 5% of the world's population. Of the 86 countries where we have identified any mass public shootings occurring, the United States ranks 62nd. Norway, Finland, Switzerland, and Russia are European countries with significantly higher rates of murders from mass public shootings. The explanation is firearm ownership rate. When Langford's data are fixed, there is no relationship between gun ownership rates and mass public shooters. There's a lesson here. Langford's critical but simple error could have been picked up if journalists had only demanded his data and methods before publicizing his study. Journalists should learn to be skeptical. In the meantime, we should all be skeptical of news coverage of studies like this that simply confirm what journalists and people want to hear. Before releasing this video, I also asked Langford for his data and methods for finding shootings in foreign language media. Langford would not provide the information. Is it any surprise to you that Professor Langford's data that is sourced and that he verified is far from accurate? Honestly, if even half of the Americans that have been blanketed by the narcissistic American news media with these bogus facts had seen or heard this simple and brief report, would still believe what they have seen on MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, and NBC News, and have read in the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Huffington Post, and other liberal rags. None of them have done any real investigation of their own on the Langford Report numbers the report's authenticity, or the accuracy, and none have actually spoken to Langford, not one. How can I say that? If they had, the BS they put out about gun control and mass shootings would be totally different because it would be based 
on real facts. Their lack of effort is telling. It proves one piece of factual information that Truth News Network has given to our members over and over and over for the last couple of years. Americans cannot trust that the information received from all of the above media outlets and dozens of others is factual. Realistically, most of what these outlets spew, especially on gun control, is false. Hmm, no wonder President Trump constantly calls primarily the two newspapers above and CNN and MSNBC fake news. Actually, most of their reporting is fake, especially when it comes to President Trump. To be honest, John Stossel, who produced this report of Lankford's report, has always been a fair and impartial journalist. I've always enjoyed watching and listening to his information. For that reason, it's surprising to me that he is now working for CNN and that CNN actually let this exposure of Lankford and his mass shootings information actually air. The report you just heard and saw was from CNN. So, where are we headed with all this? Honestly, as Congress goes back into session with gun control legislation top of mind for most Americans, once again, it is doubtful that any meaningful legislation will pass both houses of Congress that will ever get signed into law. The primary reason? It's the issue of conflict of any such measures with the Second Amendment. And there's not going to be a repeal of the Second Amendment. It would never happen. Sadly, the driving reason for any congressional action regarding new legislation is purely political. With the 2020 election looming in our near future, politicians have jumped all over the gun control topic to further their political agendas. We'll hear debates about it nonstop until November of 2020. You know, there's a humorous part of this for me. A number of the Democrat 2020 presidential candidates have actually floated gun confiscation as a way to stop mass shootings. Think about that. I doubt anyone has an idea of a real number of privately owned guns in America. But I think it's safe to say there are a couple of hundred million floating around the 50 states. Can you picture any scenario in which law enforcement officials come up and knock on the door, that many doors, and then force their way into those homes to seize the guns that are held there? They might try it at a house or two, but they'd find out really quickly how important the Second Amendment is to most Americans. And just a a word to federal law enforcement officials, if you do that, I suggest you not start it anywhere in the South. The saddest part of this entire story is that politicians have dominated the conversation about reaching a real solution to mass shootings. They always use such shootings for strictly political purposes. Meanwhile, funerals are held, lives are lost, and families are destroyed by these killings. What's the answer? Simple. Stop mass shootings. How can we do that? Well, I do know this. It all begins with everyone who should be a part of such a conversation is part of such a conversation. Then all political posturing has to be drained from that conversation. What must control is one thing and one thing only. What do we need to do and what needs to be included in legislation crafted solely to drastically reduce, if not eliminate, mass shootings? And what 
such legislation can we put into law that will sustain a constitutional examination by the U.S. Supreme Court when compared to the Second Amendment? You know what? I doubt a single meeting or conversation by lawmakers like this has ever happened based solely on those two things. That's sad. Really sad. What's sadder is that unless that exact conversation happens and those participating stick it out to the end and come up with a consensus, these mass shootings are going to continue. I'll close with this. Whose and how many kids must die before politicians swallow their political pride and have that conversation? Thank you for joining us here today at Truth News Network. Feel free to share this story or this podcast with your friends. You can download them at your discretion from the homepage of truthnewsnet.org. Stay close. Much is happening in D.C. and around the world that will be and is important to you. We're on top of it for you at Truth News Network, truthnewsnet.org. So long, everybody. When you're fed up with the nagging heartburn of today's lies, how do you spell relief? TNN.